Hello and welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Worst, a podcast where we watch movie trilogies and series and decide which movie's only notable combat skill is throwing a hundred pound sack of flour over its shoulder. I'm your host Griner and joining me today... I'm Luke Heavensby and I volunteer as tribute. I'm Conan Pye Bamble Snatch, and I too have nightmares. <laughs> Ah, I'm glad you guys picked up on the weird names. I want to get into that in a second. But, of course, we're doing The Hunger Games, uh, four movies that possibly should have only been three, but we'll get into it. Um, the These movies were the biggest thing at the time. Like, the number of clones these things generated is amazing. And, like, big budget clones. Uh, Maze Runner, Divergent comes to mind. I saw a list the other day and there was easily half a dozen big budget movies that were greenlit off the back of this. I remember being really excited about these at the start, like watching the first one and enjoying it. What was your experience with these movies, guys? Conan? Yeah, I remember a kind of... I remember being a bit sceptical and contrarian as I always am. Because, like, I thought you're right. I remember just the way this was, like, the phenomenon. This was kind of the Marvel before Marvel. Mm. This was these are the kind of things that everybody was seeing. They were like a big issue in my mind is they're PG 13, so kids could see them. Parents, like, they're intentionally marketed sort of to teens, but I was like, okay, everyone can get something out of this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were a phenomenon, like, kind of off the back of Twilight, that right, like, really yeah. riding that way, but pushing that in a better direction, like a more, um, a more accessible direction. And like, I was, I, I was there, I saw the, the first two in the cinemas. So, you know, I was like, Hey, cool. It's a big franchise. Franchise entertainment meant something back then still, but I don't think I was ever like super excited. I was just interested in blood sports. Mm. See, I, um, it's, it's funny that you say that. Cause I was going to say like, instead of the, the Marvel comparison it's like, I remember looking at it at the time as like, this is twilight, but, but people yeah. die. Like, this is like, this is cool. <laughs> this is for cool teens, not just the ones that are interested in the love story. This is going to be the version of stone colds, the condemned, but <laughs> with the hunger <laughs> for, for teenagers. You know? It's battle yeah. royale. It's battle Absolutely. royale. Everybody yeah. said no. And, anyway. I never went to the cinema or anything like that. I'd wait, waited for the DVD release and watched the first one. Really, I enjoyed it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then for some reason, just never watched another one, and never went back to it. I, and I had this whole idea that, oh, like after the first one, it really went downhill. And like I thought, just critical reception, everything like it bombed, and just so I never had any interest in going back to that. Well, mm. until one day. Until you forced the dump on us. Until you yes. decided to do the podcast. <laughs> well, let's let's see if you're right, Luke. Let's look at the stats. Yes. Stats, 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 stats. Uh, the original Hunger Games, $78 million budget, made $694 million. Catching Fire, $130 million made, budget, made $865 million. Uh, Mockingjay Part 1, $125 million budget, made $755 million. And Mockingjay Part 2, $160 million budget, Made six hundred and fifty-three million. No Oof. doubt, these these are big films, and like prior to MCU being really being MCU, like these all came out kind of before Phase Three when MCU really. I feel like that's when MCU really took off and became the juggernaut yep. it is. <clears throat> yeah, yep. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're, it's interesting to see how much the budget grew over that time, but they still made good money overall. They're all still big returns, yeah, especially considering like 
And yeah, they are. They're back to back to back, like a year after year, 12, 13, 14, 15. Mm. Yeah. yeah. People are still turning out each year for them. Like, and especially after the first one, I can imagine there being a big drop off, but there's only a small decline. Like most people, I guess, still went and saw it. The Even second movie is actually actually the biggest. Yeah, it's the the, mm. the finale that dropped off a bit. Yeah, but so, uh, yeah. like uh, I get the feeling, and like I've looked it up since watching these the last two, but I I just couldn't shake the feeling that I was like this should this was gonna meant to be a trilogy. I didn't realize that the books there was only three books and that it was planned to be a trilogy, but it was at that time in movies where everything was a part one and part two and that's yes, split yeah. up the movie. And like, yeah. cause I really feel, and obviously we'll get into it, but I really feel like this could be a strong trilogy instead of a average quadrilogy yeah. because of the last yeah. two films. But yeah. Make yeah. the third film a, a, you know, a three hour epic maybe, but not, not yeah. two, two and a half hour movies. Yeah. We'll get into no. it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I wonder if that's, because I was similar thing. I remember after the first two, I remember seeing Catching Fire. I think that's actually really good, and being like, "Oh, maybe, maybe this young adult thing is for, is for not so young adult Conan." But <laughs> I didn't. For some reason, I didn't watch the last two, and I wonder if that's part of it. I wonder if it's a big thing of I saw part one, and I'm just like, "Ah, oh, no, okay, I know what this is happening." Because Twilight did a similar thing, and even though I'd never seen that, yeah. that was a very you know that's a fairly well known example of like just bleeding a stone. Harry Potter kind of kicked it off, right? And I think yeah. it, we'll get to it one day maybe, but it, it kind of did it well, right? Like kind of justified its runtime. I think so, but there are there are a lot of fans I know who don't like it because it's, mm. you know, it's not doesn't take place at Hogwarts. There's a lot of time just in the... Anyway. Different yeah. Part one yeah. always feels like setting up part two. That's yeah. in these films always. And it's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, you already have that, that problem with the middle film in a trilogy and then mm. add on a on a part one of the final film and it's just a, it exacerbates the issue. Uh, the the critical reception, 68 for Hunger Games, 76 for, for Catching Fire, 64 for Mocking J1, 65 for Mocking J2. Ooh, I mean, they're pretty... A lot closer than I thought. Yeah, they're pretty close, kind of solid scores across the, across the board, not not blowing anyone away, but... Oh, the Catching Fire one's like super high. Yeah, 76 is pretty high. That's that's creeping up to 80. Like 80 is genuinely, at least for me, I'm like, if you see a film at 80, it's like that's, that's you know, a great film. So hmm. people turned out for this. Like that's, people responded to Jennifer Lawrence, I guess. Catching Fire. The, yeah. the thing that surprised me watching these again was the cast in these movies. Like they're, there's, a, there's a cast in these movies and they can act most of them, right? I'm not Liam saying they have great Liam things to do all the time, but. It's crazy. Yeah, Liam, Liam. <laughs> before he, the before he, himself. They got they before he became Geralt. Oh, dear. I forgot but So, yeah, that. the last two films especially, like, they just keep adding names into it. It's like, holy yeah. crap, you guys just, just sit down. I forgot about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, these are his last movies as well, mm. which is kind of, I don't know, kind of sad in a way. I feel like you can even tell in part two, like, towards the end of the film where it's like, okay, this guy's going to read his words that have been left by Philip Seymour well, Hoffman. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. That was okay. the example I found, I came up with, I saw it. was like, they, that was the plan. He was going to do it. And they're like, well, we can't get him to do it anymore. Yeah. So that's sad. Yeah. All right. Quick, quick side note. Something that's always fascinated me with this, this series is the names. I, I don't know. 
something about them. There's not there's not a single person named Andrew in these movies or Luke. Like they're all bizarre, weird names. And I want you guys to tell me if you think they if they've done if she, if uh, what's her name Su- Suzanne Suzette Collins Susan Collins Susan, Susan Collins. Collins Susan Collins whether she's done a good job or not I've got a few examples of the names from these movies so right, District good. District One creates luxury items and there's a character named Cashmere <laughs> there's a character <laughs> named Gloss uh, let's go to some other ones uh, the Electronics District District Three has uh, Tesly and Wires <laughs> and oh, Cirque yeah uh the power district district five has soul uh yeah okay the textiles district district eight has bobbin twill wovey <laughs> do these names come from the movies or no this- they don't i think they're mostly from the books but i just thought, <laughs> I was like, I don't I just thought these are a lot more on the nose than the ones they give you in the movies uh the mm. agriculture sector chaff thresh thresh is the one that, came, that stood out to me it's like yeah, thresh is not subtle. Yeah, I, look, they're not so subtle when you read them out in a list, but I still, I still appreciate going to the trouble of making up a bunch of names. It's, I think it's it the takes, same. It takes a lot. It's the same effect as like I don't know if there's a name for it, but it's kind of like the Star Wars effect where everybody, every name in that is, it's like takes a something, it takes a uh, a sound or a, you know part of a word that exists and kind of adapts it, like, like you know Poe Dameron. That's you know, it's like Joe Cameron. That's that's a name, right? Like it's not a very exciting one, but you tweak it ever so slightly. Yeah. It's like Poe sounds cool. Ray, but it's with an E and it becomes a girl's name. Like Ray Mysterio. Like Ray Mysterio. That's yeah. exactly the reference point that I also Exactly. Yeah. Like and you know, even like, you know, Luke Skywalker. Simple but Skywalker's kind of, okay, it's it sort of fancifies it a little bit. Hmm. And it's a theme that, like George Lucas does it pretty well. And it's a similar thing here. Like Katniss can obviously be Catherine or Katrina or something, yeah. but it's just a little bit different to make you go, oh, that's cool. And how how yeah. how much how how popular do you reckon the name Katniss got after the release of these films? Curious about that. I don't. Yeah. I don't I've never I've never met one, but on on Google it says Katniss was the seven thousand fifth hundred five hundred and eightieth most popular girl name in twenty twenty one. There were only fourteen baby girls named Katniss. That's still 14 more than I would think. One out of every 127,000 baby girls are born <laughs> named Katniss. But yes, right. I'm sure that went up dramatically. Yeah, I feel like the name Bella had a, had a bigger increase. I, I know yeah. some Bellas. Well, we, but that's still a name, right? Like Katniss isn't a name. That's true. That's true. Katniss is not a name. Like some Daenerys. Yeah, so that's the that's the other one that's like a different. Yeah. A different yeah, named her Khaleesi. Game of, Th- Game of Thrones is, a, yeah, is very different, though. And they're like, oh, my God, she's Hitler. This is bad. <laughs> what have I done to my child? <laughs> um, have you guys read any of the books or do you know any of the backstory, really? No, I, only some no. Googling. but Because one something I saw in a brief description is like this is stated that this is set in a, you know, the ruins of America. But that's never established in, in the law or in the movies at least. It's never explained no, it's where not. they are. They're just there it is. Yeah. So with that in mind, like so I'm speaking out my ass because I don't know if this is true. But if that's the case, the name thing kind of works a little bit more, right? Where there there's these concepts and there's these things in in their districts, in their sittings, and they take names from that. Like mm-hmm. it, it sort of makes that sense that they discontinue names or they adapt names. Like Caesar Flickerman. Caesar is a name, but you know, the common Seneca is a name. Um 
like some of there are some names that exist that are, that are real, but they're still a little bit different. So you can sort of feel this whole kind of like Fallout, where people sort of take names and you know they adapt them. It's like oh, this is an old world item, and so I tweak it, and that becomes my title now. And yeah. you know, in the same way that names originated here, like you know, a blacksmith went took the name Smith. Yeah, a thresher takes the name Thresh. I'm like, yeah, that, there's an internal logic to it that I actually I quite admire. Yeah, I, I've always enjoyed enjoyed it. Like the capitals, all kind of um, Greek god names and stuff like that. Yes. Like that's where they take all their inspiration from, which is fitting, mm. I suppose. Yeah, I like your. It's not subtle, but it's like again, this is young adult fiction. It's this isn't trying to be highbrow. This isn't trying to be like. I mean, there's, there's like there's a lot of inherent problems with the very concept, with the very foundation of the whole idea of Hunger Games. So if you're gonna like, if you're gonna pick at inconsistencies you'll be here all day yeah but if you if you know if you suspend your disbelief i think it works what's the symbolism behind snow president snow john snow was the king of the north Mm. and president snow is the king of premen it's right there he's he's pure no i mean he's getting his own he's getting his own series soon so is he he we'll get into it but he's just like a comically bad bad guy he doesn't does doesn't have any redeeming qualities. Uh, no... Donald Donald Sutherland is the redeeming quality. Sure, sure. All right, <laughs> let's kick it off with the Hunger Games. Katniss Everdeen voluntarily takes her sister's place in the Hunger Games, a televised competition in which two teenagers from each of the twelve districts of Pan Am are chosen to ran- at random to fight to the death. I love, I love the concept this of this movie. This is a cool like, idea. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fun. It Like, it is very Battle Royale. Um, it's 100% just Battle Royale. Yeah, but yeah. Battle Royale is better. <laughs> yes. I think I the young- PG-13 rating really hurts it in some ways. Look, that's my biggest point. That I, I that's, that's exactly my point from the beginning when I first saw this. I thought that. And re-watching this the whole time, I'm like... I know it's my one trick pony is like everything needs to be more violent. We need more gore in our lives. But especially in a concept like this that is literally trying to sell you the premise of blood sports are bad, you need to show blood. You need to show why they're bad. Right? And having just like off-screen deaths or brief flashes of someone and like showing them, uh, telling, telling us they died is not enough. Like that really holds it back from being... What like, it needs to be. Imagine if this film was what it was, and then as soon as the Hunger Games start, it's just like rated R, like gore, blood, <laughs> like dismemberment, and it's like it'd be horrific. Like so many people are just watching it, like da da da, and then just go straight into it. Some, like someone takes their thirteen-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't have to even do like oh here's someone you know cutting someone in half, mm. but like there are scenes where the guy there's guys training with knives and axes. And you see like glimpses of somebody run and swing a sword. It's like you, sh- like when you don't see any of it, the implication is still powerful. Like these movies don't lose their power entirely, but no. I I really felt like something just gets lost when there's a bit of like shaky cam, and then it's like oh we see some people staring off into the distance because they're dead. It's like yeah, I, I don't feel like you don't feel the horror. You don't feel like no. this is really awful. You feel like oh this is it's kind of fun. Yeah, there's none of that shock factor. This is just kind of a, this is a game show. It's okay. Yeah. Everyone's all right. <laughs> so they're all just pretending. I feel like there's a moment when the games first start and like they're just, people are bludgeoning each other and there's the kid that gets stabbed by the 
the older guy in the first movie, I was a bit like, oh, okay, I, I for, didn't realize they got like to this level of violence sort of thing in this. It surprised me a bit, but yeah, that's they push it. As far as it goes. They do push it of like, what can you show with PG thirteen? They're like, okay, this is probably the limit, which I admire, yeah. but it's just yeah, that limit really holds it back. Yeah, but which is, but then I can see why this, I can see why this did so well. Blood sports. There's something inherently interesting about it, right? There's something that we're constantly since the since the gladiators of Rome, we as a people have loved watching other people kill each other for our entertainment. Yeah. And I don't know what that says about us, but I think it's pretty, it's cool. It's neat that they tried to do that for a, a young adult fictional series, right? Yeah. Like I say, we, they didn't do vampire romance anymore. They went, no, no, what if kids murdered each other? Like, that's the kudos. Kudos for taking that swing. Yeah. What if we, like, what if we had a really complex, you know, structure of districts and, and politics and stuff like that? Like, I like that they, they go into it a bit. It's a little bit oversimplified and it doesn't really doesn't really make sense if you hold a magnifying glass up to it. But as a general concept and as a way to introduce, you know, class warfare to people, I think mm. it's it's interesting. Like I, I I really like the concept of this movie in particular. Like, yeah, I just this, yeah. this could be a really cool video game. Like I don't know, like surviving in one of the districts and then going into the Hunger Games for the finale of the game and then just surviving there, I don't know. That's that's cool. Like people should make a battle royale type. And that depending on game. which which district you start off in is the difficulty level, right? And there's twelve yeah, difficulty levels. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I um a colleague of mine made a good point. Like having it as that sort of simplified division really works for young for young adults as well, because it's like it kind of draws on like the school dynamic, right? It's like you've got classes, you've got this like strict hierarchy, you've got so you're in you're in a class or a district. You know, you might be better at these These classes teach certain things. There's a clear, like, sense of these people are above us, these are below us, where do you fit in? Yeah. And it really kind of appeals to that, to that young, and it appeals to everybody. You know, life doesn't, that hierarchy doesn't really change once you get out, but it's a lot more, it's a lot more clear on, in school. And so there's something to that that's really interesting. Like it's, like I say, it is simplified and a lot of the stuff is like, the nuances are sort of washed over because, that would that would unsettle it a bit, but by just having it as like yeah, there's, it's a bit clear of like who's good and evil, but here's a little bit. But it's a nice way of just like yeah, that's that's why you do this, that's why they're there, that's why we're sort of angry at them. Like it's cool to it's cool to introduce those concepts to to kids or at least to younger people as well, rather than you know trying to be <clears throat> trying to be too complex for adults already or trying to simplify it way too much. It's mm. nice as kind of like a taster, right? Like, mm. Here is some of them young. Like, yeah, expose them to the, to the, expose them to the real world. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give too much power to politicians. I mean, look, the, the class warfare message is only more poignant today, I think. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> I always enjoyed the capital's flamboyance, I guess, like the, the wild-ass fashion and how much, particularly... Um, Oh, what's her name? Effie Trinket. Effie, yeah. Particularly how much she stands out, like coming into District Twelve to do the announcement, mm. and she's yep. like, she's great. I really enjoy her. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the Banks. actress's name? Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, yeah. Been good since Scrubs. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like, again, it's very, it's very obvious the the grey yeah. drab districts versus these. But it's it also makes sense. Yeah, it's like it's a society of of have. Versus societies of having knots and like, yeah. how else do you show that? Like, that, that's how it would manifest, right? It would, 
it would be kind of like that. They'd have nice fashions. They'd have things. My problem, my problem is does does the premise of this movie make sense? Would stability really be kept by forcing children to be sacrificed and kill each other? Like, yeah, I mean, look, it's a bit of a flawed concept. The idea that a little bit of hope is just the right the right thing you need to keep the districts in line doesn't make doesn't hold water, I suppose. Or if it if it did, it'd be like if everyone you know if two people could volunteer or like you know just have like an actual game show, people could compete. It's like that's the glimmer of hope. I just feel Not like the whole volunteer the whole... to get out of that. Slum yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's like if you win, you do it. And I guess that's probably that's probably been done a lot, but. It's just the idea of like we're going to kidnap the kids and make them kill each other. Everyone's like, "All right, we won't rebel against this system." Man. You've shown us that it's okay. If that's what you have to do to keep us in line. I guess we'll go <laughs> exactly. along with it. Like, there's, yeah, there's some. Just be like every year, if someone volunteers from your district and they win, then your district gets good food for a year. Yeah, like keep <laughs> Like there you go. Mm. You have to earn that. To yeah, wouldn't wouldn't there be more value in having the districts if, like? like keeping the districts against each other rather than mm. kind and of this like, game. Yes. Trip. Katniss lives in a mansion now. Let's go yeah. back to work. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. They, they, they hinted that right with the whole district one and two are like, like Hamish gives them a name. They're like, they're lifers. You know, they, they train from birth. Yes. For this. Yeah. And so there's that whole idea of, oh, some of them are better and they get, they seem to have a better, better resources for this. And no one from District 12 has ever won because they're all poor. But you're right, it never really goes further than just that. Because then Finnick comes into it and they're like, Finnick, you're my best friend and I trust you so damn much. And I'm like, isn't I don't really understand why that is. <laughs> and and Joe, like there's a few characters they introduced. Yeah. Them. I mean, like, like I guess there should be rebels in every every district, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. The, the, the concept of having the districts fight against each other seems like a much more sound way to keep them in line than... Than having the capital put on this game show, yeah. where it's where it's quite clear the capital is forcing them into it, and it's they're sacrificing their kids to the capital essentially. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit wacky. Yeah. Um, speaking of the cast and past winners from District Twelve, should Woody Harrelson have long hair in every movie, or was is it too weird? <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> I just think Woody Harrelson is just. He's like the the best looking kind of ugly guy, <laughs> and I mean, I mean that in old phrase because like he's he's you know he's got that hillbilly look, but he's just he can just rock things. Just whatever he does, he works it. Yeah, he yeah. plays a great. He just plays a great. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably, he probably was just showing up drunk. He's just like, whatever, yeah. I'll do this. <laughs> I originally, they originally had him bald, and he's like, oh, I grew my hair out. I went on a six month <laughs> bender. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. all right, all right. I mean, what do you guys think of Jennifer Lawrence? Because this, this was one of her earliest roles. She'd already done some pretty good stuff, but I feel like this it's really made her big, right? This was blew what, up. Like, this yeah, movie, yeah, this is what made her sort of like a lister that she is now. You guys, fans, you like her performance in this? I like I... her overall in this in particular. I think she's good. I, I'm not going to say she's bad in this. I, I think she's good. I think she's good. I, like I like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's good in this. I don't know if I like the character as mm. the character might be a bit drab, as in just yes. like she's so boring. She wouldn't inspire mm. me to run into war. Like honestly, I just be like stop sucking. Like no it gets, way. It gets really bad in, the, in 
part one, Mockingjay part one, especially when Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman's like, she is it's like, this is who I was talking about. She is the best. And even, you know, everyone's like, oh, I see it now. She is the only <laughs> one who can do this. And I'm like, who, what do you see? Yeah. Please explain yeah. it to me. Because like, she's yeah. got a fire in her soul. Yeah. I, I don't know. As the, the character's not very interesting to me. I think she's a fine actress. I think she's, she's pretty good in this. Like the Cameron but, chick with the shaved head, I'd follow her in a battle. Like she seems more cooler and more Natalie personality. Gorman, yeah. And yeah, and, and Finnick, Finnick, I would follow Finnick. Finnick, anyway. hell yeah, man, yeah. I'd follow him anywhere. Finnick's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I don't There's, know. She's just worried about Peter. Oh, the love triangle. Oh, like yes, this is where the 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 trappings of the young adult really betray. Yes, right? yes. Because the love the love triangle that they insist on having. Yes, it's team exhausting. Team Peter or Team Hemsworth? I mean, Gail's Gale. not even a... a Gale, Actually, are you Team Gail? Me? Yeah. yeah I, I, oh, really? I, I dislike Peter. I dislike Peter. You I think Gail's hard done Gale's by. Gail's a friend. Gail's a friend. Gail gets friend zoned. That doesn't mean he's not the right man. But he was always friend zoned. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Peter really he, comes around. He sneaks up around the start and calls her Cat Piss Everdeen. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's love. He's so love. Good old Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. No, because the, the love triangle really, really does it in. And the other thing is having Katniss, like Katniss as a character, because she's super bland because you need to have readers be that, right? Like young adult readers need to be able to see her and go, this is and me. And teens. Yes, yeah. that's a bit, exactly right. Like young adult fiction does this. It has a really sort of, Blank slate protagonist, so the readers can go. I am this person. It's the exact same thing with Twilight, Bella. where with Bella, Bella is yeah, Bella's no personality. Character. Yeah, blank like, slate. There's <laughs> a total yeah, which is funny as well because um, I'm blanking on it, but the actress who plays Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart, yeah. Kristen Stewart. Sorry, yeah, she's like she's a phenomenal actress, like one of the one of the yeah. best working. And Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is really good, and they both kind of start with this material that is really yeah. lacking, yeah. and that sucks because as a movie, following her the whole time. It's like, yeah, her entire personality is, it's supposed to be defined by the reader. And so having that in a movie becomes really tricky where they've got to define her. And it's like her whole personality is just kind of, I don't know, like rebellion, like contrariness, just everything anyone says or wants, she's like, no. Yeah. And it's she's the only one that'll stand up for everything. To the rebels, it's just like, yeah. okay. Yeah, she'll stand up <laughs> to everything about, basically. But yeah. a bit like Bella, she also kind of becomes defined by the men in her life as well, which is it's kind of a love count, counter to well. the you know the strong female presence we have. We should have. Like in the first one, I didn't. It's not too bad, right? Because, no, no. Yeah, it's no. still fairly like there's clearly a little a bit of something between her and Gail, and then her and Peter is like could be a friendship, but it grows and it does a good job but, at least of like playing at the whole: is it real? Is it part of an act? Yep. Yeah, you know, they really talk about the whole you've got to sell this love story. Like that's that really worked for me on this on this like rewatch of like oh yeah they actually they play on that a lot. And, you know they talk about how you're selling a show to these people. Yeah, yeah, because even two starts and she's back with Gail and she's like no that was fake like like no question yeah. about it. She's just like oh no that was that was a show I had to do that. Um, yeah. And yeah, was it? I don't, I don't know. Just speaking of Gail. It's it's kind of like he gets hard done by at the end. She's very much just like oh, goodbye for life. Like he's just like now the guard in in the capital, and he's, she's just like no. I'm because he's you. a fascist, Luke. 
Katniss has no what time. What did he do again? He had the idea of the double bombs or some shit. Anyway, I guess we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Put a pin. Put a pin in that. I want to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. The other thing that really bugged me about this movie is like we we have the Hunger Games. I love the concept. I love like being stuck in this dome. But there's just so many really overly contrived scenarios that I don't think they need. Like her being stuck up the tree while the the rest of them are camped out underneath. Like, how can you not get her out of a tree? There's six of you there. It's really <laughs> high up. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's a tall tree. So high up. No, and especially... Then, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, like, especially they ha- it's shown they have arrows, and they tried twice. Like, and, like, and she well, goes to sleep. Yeah. Walk 10 metres to the side and yes. shoot her in the side of the head. <laughs> She's asleep up there. She's not even awake. They have, yeah. they have arrows. They have spears. Yeah. They have fire. Like, there's just so many options here. They have they have axes like yeah you're right it's it's a bit silly. Is are the CGI dogs weird in this? Like That's the it, weird yeah. things it's, they release at the end, the mutts or whatever they are. Yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah, at the very end when they're they, on the. They don't show them enough to be a huge issue in my mind. Like oh, there is actually which is the, probably the right way to do it, right? Like, yeah, I guess there is the one scene right at the end, but. Initially, yeah. it's all it's mostly in shadow. I thought right, like you see their it's eyes. Nighttime, you see, yeah, yeah, you see like bits of them and stuff but it's yeah i think it's just it was more like okay there's this weird fantasy element to it all of a sudden where i was like what are these creatures like it's not like they're dogs that have been trained to like hunt or anything like that it's like okay there's these weird creatures that aren't from this world there's other creatures later on too though like it's not yeah i know but it caught me by surprise in the first one when i was like okay yeah and i had the the same thought because it's all it's all mostly grounded for the film it's like this is yeah. they're going to they're going to a battle royale and then there's a lot of like let's close in the rooms let's just set things on fire let's yeah like let's create sort of magic beasts that can kill people but they just come out of the ground it is yeah. it, it's a it's a choice that i wish they didn't do like i would have preferred it if it's just um but i guess it kind of fits with the whole this is entertainment the game master idea of but even, even then you could do better yeah. things yeah i, yeah, I think you're, i think I think you're right. Like you said, Granada, it's like there's sort of a contrived nature there of because right at the end there was like, oh, this is taking too long. We need to finish this movie, so let's create dogs to murder people. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's yeah. like imagine how bummed out you'd feel. Like my kid just got killed by a random dog attack in there. That's what I'm wondering. Where it's like, <laughs> it's like they get to these districts and it's like meant to inspire a bit of hope, and then it's just like they just keep making the games bullshit. Where they're like, you yeah. know, what, let's burn this side of the forest and kill. He's too far away from everyone. Let's burn it all down. Yeah. When you see, when you hear Thresh get mauled, it's like we just seen this guy like smash this girl against the door. He's clearly pretty strong, and he's he's probably going to win this. But it's like ah, oh, he's got he got jumped by dogs. It's like <laughs> yeah, oh, it feels a bit cheap. Yeah. What did, what did you guys think of Peter's disguises? I that's the I, I just hated oh, it. I thought it was so he's bad. So good at it. He's going to lie down in a riverbed still. Dope. <laughs> There's, it's fine. all the top letterbox reviews of this movie is just talking about that. It's, really? it's clear. It's clearly made a difference in people's lives. It's really dumb. <laughs> really dumb. It's the kind of thing I feel like kind of works in a book, right? Like it's in your imagination. Yeah. There's not like this clear picture of him looking like a river, bend, but like then when rock. they do it, it's just oh, it's <laughs> it's weird. There's yeah. like a cave 660 meters away that he could be hiding in instead, but he doesn't do that. Like it, but he's just out in the sun under a rock, like yeah, oh, killing himself under a rock. Like makes no sense. Three days, 
nobody's walked past yet. This yeah. is pointless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's you're right. It's a it's a great book idea. I don't, there are some choices they're like they're faithful to the book, and you're right, like they, they are book ideas, they should probably stay that way. Mm. But I know Peter in general, he's a bit useless in the games, isn't he? Bit useless. Like, yeah, a bit useless. You can just cut it there, you don't need to say in the games. Man, you just yeah, I like him. I don't like him. No, I just don't like Peter. I just do not like Peter. He throws the bread to the pigs. Ah, he's just a weenie little. No, but we learned that he. We learned that he. I know. I know. I just. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think his skills are stupid. Like the cake decorating turns into survival camo. Makes no sense. He's like two faced. He's like teaming up with the lifers. But he was not because well, he had to. Yeah, he, yes. he had to. He's he just bothers me so much. I can see it now in blood sports, Griner. You would be like, oh, you'd be betraying people left, right, and center. You would just be like, Maybe. doing what it takes to survive. Maybe. You'd just be seeing Peter on the ground with his cake decorations, just light him on fire. He's like, I can see you. <laughs> I'm not gonna help you. And the way he like publicly tells everyone that him and Katniss are in love without letting her know first is like real that's some real yeah that's like, some real creepy shit because he did love her and he's like I'm gonna that's, he's gonna die in the game he's like what else he gonna do what's she gonna do dump him he's a, he's a teenager man we've all been there <laughs> yeah best our love on stage before we go to a game where we kill each other all right <laughs> It's, we're going to be here all night if we don't get through these movies. Catching Fire, <laughs> Katniss Everdeen and Peter Malark become targets. He's got a, even got a shit name. Become, target, <laughs> become targets of the capital after their victory in the 74th Hunger Games sparks a rebellion in the districts of Pan Am. This is just the hottest take, your hatred for Peter. I can't I can't it. believe I'm the only one who hates Peter right here. Liam Hensworth uh, has no personality. I'm not saying he's better. Movie. Just stop defining Katniss by her man. <laughs> I fully agree with that. All right, okay, we agree with that. What about Lenny Kravitz? He's a good way to define oh, it. We okay, didn't talk about let's Lenny get Kravitz. into Lenny Kravitz no. because that's a bit creepy for me. I don't know. His relationship with her no. is borders is it on you hate his music for me. No. Team Lenny all the way. Yes. No, <laughs> they should have been just, together from the first go. There's just something, because obviously there's a big age difference, and there's just something creepy there that I got. Mm. That they're close out of nowhere. Like he's just the fashion designer that she's just met, and he's like he's like touching her on the cheek. And Their friendship like, is a little fast. I do agree. Like he, it's, he's, it's he's enamored yeah. by her immediately. It's that same problem as her, right? That he's just like, you are the girl on fire. It's like, you're the... And it's like, but what do you see in her? Like, has like, he not what... created outfits for all the previous like, yeah. volunteers? And now all of a sudden he's like, no, I'm going to basically get killed because I want to make a standard message with this girl because she deserves it. But None of, none of them were ever so dour. And he just, he responds to that. Yeah. I think it's just a wild, it's just a wild choice that he's in this. Like, why is Lenny Kravitz in this movie? It's, it is yeah. interesting. And then he just never acts again. <laughs> yeah, like... I'm has, I'm looking at, has he done anything else? I'm looking over his filmography. He's done like you know roles in one or two movies. Like IMDb needs to stop putting music videos in filmographies. I, I couldn't agree more. That's it's the real really, really annoying. That's the real. That's the real crime. He's in Zoolander too, but he's in Zoolander too as Lenny Kravitz. That's yeah, the thing. They're all is... they're all little they're all cameos. They're all like oh look, yep. it's Lenny Kravitz. But in this, he's just a character. It's he a... should have been Lenny Kravitz in this. That would have been. 
Maybe. Maybe that <laughs> so is they, the answer. They froze, they froze him in the old world and yeah. thought him out and he's just like, I'm, I decorate him. I like him in these movies. I don't know. Maybe there is something wrong with me. <laughs> no, no I, I like I him. There's just something about that relationship where I find it a little... It feels forced because it feels like out of nowhere they're yes, like... Yes, I will agree with that 100%. They have more sexual chemistry than her two boyfriends. Like, it's just... <laughs> that's the problem. He's such as he's just like a sex icon. <laughs> you can't, you can't not project that onto him. True. Yeah. He. No, I'm not going to say that. All right. Um, <laughs> Catching fire. This movie's really good. It's pretty good. I'm. I'm. I was surprised the first time. I was surprised again. Like, it's actually a really, like, it's a really great sequel in terms of it. Follow it. It enhances on everything. It kind of elaborates on the games. It expands the mythology. Um, it feels, like, yep. feels big when the, like, the yeah. second game start up again and they come up mm. out of the water and it's like, oh, mm. I'm like, this is intense. All right, they're stepping yeah. it up. Like, it's, it all feels, yeah. it's like, it kind of feels like, it's like mythologizes it. It feels like an epic and it's like, this is a, because they changed directly. The first one was directed by um, a person who I'm going to find out their name right Martin now. Scorsese. Gary oh, Ross. Gary Ross. And then Francis Lawrence takes over the other ones. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to speak about who's a better filmmaker, but I do think there is a noticeable change of, I don't know, just tone, like tone and focus, really. The first one is fairly kind of, all the action's really shaky and frantic. I don't know, this one just becomes a lot more of like a, like a character study and, you know, the color palette's different. It becomes a lot more, I guess it's like, contemplative which i think really works especially mm-hmm. you know it's all about her the fallout of the first games so, yeah really really good film yeah yeah like the scene, scene at the start where she's got ptsd while she's hunting like it's mm. yeah it's effective because that's only done really briefly as well you see that one scene where she kills jack quay and then it's like mm, oh yeah, yeah she's got she's got ptsd it's whereas, yeah anyway it's whereas in, in a, these movies <laughs> In a follow-up movie, there's a whole two hours devoted to her, to her PTSD, which is a problem. There's the other moment, like on the train, where she's having nightmares, and right, for some reason wants Peter, Peter to comfort her. Has nightmares too. Go get Hamish. Go get Hamish. Like he's he's blackout drunk. He's cool. Would, it, would, it, would it be creepier if he was the one who? <laughs> That's true. Off? You're right. He just better. comes in. He's like, I got nightmares too. <laughs> I just. Had him for the last thirty years, and no one else then, to talk to about him. And then Lenny Kravitz just turns up. Turns up as well. He's already in the bed. He's just like, "Come on." Oh, <sighs> I, yeah, I totally forgot Philip Seymour Hoffman was in these movies, and I, yeah, I kind of like I like him in this movie. Like he's a nice he's surprise. he's a pretty understated character, but I think he does a really really good job. Especially when you compare to the restaurant, like because they've all got the fancy fashions, and he's yes. wearing black. He's got nothing fancy about him. He speaks he's very. Con- it's just like our world. Yeah. like it's just very much mm. like yeah, mm. the old world for them. And I, I forgot there was the whole reveal of him being, you know, for the resistance. Yeah, but he's really he's kind of scary in this because he's like he's not pompous. He's just you feel like he's actually a true game master because he's in control and he doesn't need to, you know, sell an image. He's just like yeah. He's just got a presence. He's yeah, R.I.P. That's what. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's what I because obviously I'd, I'd never seen past the first one when I watched this originally, and throughout the second one I was just like, man, I don't know if he's on Katniss' mm. side or if he's against her. Like I was like, I actually I can't get a read on him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it was a cool surprise at the end when it 
turns out yeah, he's for the resistance and everything like that. But yeah, um, I like the whole idea of them going on on tour and they're mm. like accidentally inspiring these people to like stand up and then they're getting murdered and they're like, oh god, okay, no, we got to try and yeah, you know, kiss the ring and make the chime put the rest of our peasants down and not have an uprising going. Did you hear about the controversy at the start of this film? They go, they go to District 11, which is, I think it's an agricultural district. It's primarily black people in this district yep. and they're picking cotton. Like that's what they show. Oh, doing. God. Like, you could make another choice, surely. Like, yeah. I did notice that. that. <laughs> it's a bit on the nose. Yeah. I, I don't know. I want to think it's from like a... I don't think that there's trying to be a commentary there, but it's... No, I don't think so either. It's no. just, just a poor choice. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I found the love triangle so exhausting in this movie. Like, I feel like she's kind of made her choice in the next ones and I'm okay with it, but this is the one where I just... Just your boy Gail is all like, <laughs> that kiss, that kiss was real. Yeah. Shut up, Gail. No. All right? She just went on a... She just went on a... She just had to kill some people. Just be okay. They were clearly together before the Hunger Games. They were. She's she's coming home and leading him on. Right, so, Kat, so Katniss what, is the problem. Here, I don't get yes, where Katniss no. comes at with Gail because I honestly feel like anytime she kisses him, it's because he's sad and she's just like, okay, here. <laughs> like it honestly feels like I'm trying to make you feel better. I'm trying but, to, she's a fixer. She's a real fixer. And she just keeps like, okay, well, a kiss will fix this. A kiss will fix this with Gail. I don't believe their relationship. And obviously, no, this is what. This is exactly why you can't be hating on Peter. There's actually a real relationship there of the whole. You're a needy little baker's boy. I'm a badass huntress, but you're super empathetic. I'm also empathetic. Gail is just like, life's hard and we're young adults. So who else have we got to date? Like, there's there's nothing. Would this have She's been like very different if he, if he had volunteered in the first games, though? You, that's... I mean, he he, he got... Poor friend zone. He got had to stay back. He got family zone. He had to look after a whole family. Yeah. <laughs> he, like supporting his uh, <laughs> And then he should get the girl at the end. It's ridiculous. No. Justice just like, for Gail. He's like, don't worry, I'll be your brother. He's, he's, he's supporting the family with food while he's watching them on TV make out. And he's just yes. like, oh, yes. shit, this sucks, man. Yeah. You got no, cut, I feel you got, for Gail. He got cuckolded badly, I would say. But again, <laughs> he becomes a fascist. So I think we'd... Just need to keep well, the. This is what happens yeah. if you friend zone people. It's not turn into fascists. <laughs> predicted, in and... predicted in cells before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the the love triangle is really tiresome in this. It, um, it's kind of necessary though. In one hand, like the Peter the Peter Katniss relationship is at the crux, and so I guess it's just like it adds a tension, not a tension, adds a drama rather than just do I love you. It's like, well, you know, do I become the because it kind of parallels her whole struggle of do I become this symbol of rebellion? Do I become like the Mockingjay or do I go back to my old life and try to be, you know, try to be a victor now? And like it, it doesn't explore it super well, but it's kind of got that same energy of like there's, there's one, there's an old or a new, pick one. It's good. I think it, it's almost necessary. I just, I think the problem is with just Gail's character. I really don't think he gets enough. Do you not feel like Peter's like dead weight in all the Hunger Games though, as well? Yes, that's that's, that's the other thing no, that bothers right, me. Like she's carrying him hard. Do if we not they know ever that... needed to hide? 
He would be there. <laughs> they should when she hit up the tree, he should have just been like, Here, I'll paint you into a tree and like Let me paint he you. He climbed like up there while girls. she was asleep. She wakes up and she's like, What? I'm, she's I'm part of the tree. <laughs> I mean, even when she's knocked out, it's Rue who goes and puts leaves all over her and keeps her alive. In the first one, like, yeah, share that to but that's meant to be the whole idea, right? Like, he's he's the humanity because he's he's struggling this, where he's, he's like, you know, he's like, you you lose everything when you go in the games. How you talk? I think there's a quote like that. He sort of is really he's he kind of represents that that whole idea of by going in here and killing someone, you lose what you are, because he's really worried about losing that person and like losing his innocence, and so that's kind of her innocence, right? He is her innocence. Whereas Gail is her dying, undying fascism that she has to kill and replace. <laughs> like, are we not sure that Gail in the Hunger Games would just kill her at the last minute? He'd be like, it's me or Katniss, and he'd just like no. choke Gail her out and build. all that stuff. Yeah. Gail mm. wouldn't be eating no poison berries with her. No, I think he would. I think he would try mm. to trust Katniss. Yeah. I disagree. I think, he, I think he'd just be like, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And he'd, you know, he'd take, he'd no, take, no. he'd take the family as, as his trophies because he's a, He's just a monster. He did the more noble thing. He he knew if he had volunteered, they might neither of them might come home. So he stayed home, looked after the family, got cuckolded. Yeah. Justice for Gail. All right. Yeah. Uh, but- how does faking a pregnancy not get you out of the Hunger Games? I mean, maybe they could have just done a pregnancy test, but surely that's You'd enough to make you think they would have compete. after that. Yeah. You'd think the backlash. Like, man, that would get cancelled so hard on Twitter. <laughs> like, you know, Hunger Games would be trending worldwide. <laughs> the hashtag not my Hunger Games, yeah. I don't like I don't know. I mean these people watch people murder each other. I don't That's think so they're you're too, right. You're right. I don't I don't know if being pregnant's really gonna be the thing that uh that undoes that. What are your thoughts on Peter doing that? Again, that? he's manipulative, he's <laughs> gaslighting. Get him out of here. He's, he's not trying to convince. Him. He's not like, hey, you are pregnant. And Katniss is like, really? It's no, he's like, you will be. He, he is justifying. You're justifying everything he does by, well, he's probably going to die. I didn't say that about Gail's just following to orders. Gail's just following orders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they all said. True. <laughs> oh, no. My own fascism card's been played against me. I think it's a baller move. It's literally like, we got to get out of this and, you know. It, I, he got, makes we, them look really bad. He makes Snow look really evil. Exactly. Like, think about it's it. You, we've all been at parties and been like, "I have to go. My wife's pregnant." Like, <laughs> we've all played. We've all played that card to get out of social situations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you can't hold that against him. Yeah. And again, it ups the stakes. It's like, okay, the, the capital is super evil. And it, I think it's a good, just like, I think it's a good, simple, like, oh yeah, that's, you know, we'll deal with the consequences later. But like, that is a. It's a wild card. Let's see how this goes. He yeah, maybe could uh, have told her beforehand. Yeah. All right. Look. Yeah, you're right. I can't defend him. On There's a whole lot of keeping right. Katniss in the dark in this movie. Yeah. That is yeah. true. Yeah. Do you, so, so supposedly Philip Seymour Hoffman is on Katniss's side, but like she nearly dies to that fog, right? So does Finnick and Peter. Like. Yeah, he was playing. He was being risky for that. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of risks. I just don't understand what their plan was to keep her alive, except for she has to survive to be the Mockingjay. Is that the plan? I'm not sure. It's like a crucible. If they don't, if she can't survive yeah. the fog, she can't survive the war with snow. So maybe, you know. And I, I feel know. like it's like it's like the stuff when you know they're spinning the the clock thing around, and she falls off. He stops it. Then he's like, 
Oh, yeah, that's enough. It's like because yeah, people drown. Um, just speaking of cast as well, Jeffrey Wright, isn't this? Yeah, yeah, I like Jeffrey Wright, oh, boy. He's no, he's much. really good. But no, I think it's you can tell he's kind of he's coming off that Casino Royale fame. But they're yep. still just like, let's but have him. Westworld fame. <laughs> yeah, it was like, we don't fully know what to do with him, but let's have him here. He's good at just at being. He's always a massive nerd, right? Is that all he plays? That's all I've seen him play. I mean, I guess not so much in the Batman maybe, but. No, he plays, yeah. He's kind of got two types. He's got he's got nerd or every man. But even like Stanley Tucci's like really good. Yeah, I like really. Stanley Tucci in these movies. He's, he's good. He's a lot yeah, of yeah, fun. He, He's just having fun with it. Yeah. Donald Sutherland has more to work with this, and he really brings, like, he's the best casting in this, and he's the best part about the last two films because he is just magnetic, and he is, like, he is ominous. He's the perfect person for President Snow, like, kind of, you know, charismatic, but just really kind of serpentine. I think he's great. I do like him in the role. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in the first couple of movies, he's, he's, he's just too evil. Like, he's not, there's, you don't, that charisma doesn't really get to shine through, but you definitely see it in those last two, like the yeah, Mockingjay movies. <laughs> yeah. Like he's getting a little bit more in this. You're right. He's still just like, he's the big bad. Yeah. Um, and, but I guess that's what kind of what you need from this as well. It's still, it's not so much about that yet. But The, the Finnick like teaming up with him and working for the resistance surprised me because obviously I haven't seen these before. Like it was, Building up towards the like towards the game starting, I was like, "Oh man, that's going to be like their main competitor, the hard one to kill and stuff like that." And then it just starts, and he's like, "No, I'm I'm on your team." And I was like, "Oh yeah." Cool. I feel like I missed something with this. Like, I feel like they don't trust him, right? And then he's just he's like, "Yeah, I'm on your side." Just or they so charismatic; they can't help but trust him. Yeah, makes sense. I I You're right. A little bit like you know, they're like fast friends. Trust him maybe a little too much, a little too early. But Finnick is Cedric Diggory. They're basically the same character, mm. I feel like, in a little ways. Yeah, um, you're right. That's, in my opinion, anyway. <laughs> Handsome, I mean, charismatic. Yeah, so they, they got the perfect actors as well. It's like, a messed up death. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Finnick. Shouldn't have died. Should have been right. the one that survived. Yeah, really should have. <sighs> um, I feel like I was going to say something else, but let's keep moving. A- yeah. What 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 do you think of the end with her shooting the arrow and the lightning bolt? I like the a... whole this arena is a clock and it has weird things. I think that's a fun game. Um, the games yeah. isn't the games aren't as good. The Hunger Games no aren't they're not as like they're more interesting, but they're not as I don't know. Like it's a higher concept, but it's just not as cool. If, oh, it's yeah. a smaller part of the movie too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a I'm not a fan of that reveal though the whole shoot an arrow and perfectly time it with lightning to do it. At yeah, it. I don't. I don't. know. It doesn't do much for me. Like we all know it's a dome. There's no reveal there that it's a dome. We we know. I don't know. Like what is what does breaking a hole in the but ceiling it, do for them? It shuts down everything. Remember, like for some reason it short circuits the city. And the whole city dies because remember all the what, districts. Like what the hell is going on? Yeah, bring it back out. What a crappy capital. Yeah, yeah. Who, who wired that up? <laughs> that dome, <laughs> control the home yeah. games, was their main. District three yeah. really yeah. failed with that one, weren't they? <laughs> I had some of purge. Yeah, good Worst burn. Ever. Burn them to the ground. Kill all of them. True. Yeah, it's again. It's 
all the games end generally end in a bit of a like a, a really neat way. They kind of, you know, they they build up with like tension and then it's like, all right, we've got to end this quick. And it's like well, it's like, okay, let's send in poison mist to kill some people and then we'll just do this one quick thing. It doesn't quite it doesn't feel it doesn't feel earned. But the wart mist. Brutal. It's it's pretty gory. It, it is kind of gory, yeah. Yeah, it's gory. It's pretty effective. I think that's the most effective one. The mocking jays imitating all the dead people is a bit. It, that's the other thing that plays on the PTSD a bit, I guess, but it doesn't really do a lot for me. Mm. Yeah. Wait. They do. Oh yeah. I suppose just like calling out in the not just dead person's name, but their family and friends. Yeah. Like calling out to them and stuff is like that, that. Is that happening or is that their imagination? I don't know what's happening. happening. Like, there's a force field there too, so they can't like interact with the rest of their team. They're stuck on the border. Yeah, there's some that. Yeah, there are some internally. There's some illogical. There's some internal illogic. What's the? Is there a word for that? A noun for illogic? It doesn't make logical. (laughs) No, but there are there are a lot more rules in this one. That just like that, like the force field gets put up randomly. There's a lot more stuff that just happens. Like. It just doesn't seem natural. It seems like it's controlled. And again, is that Philip Seymour Hoffman testing her and being like, is she battle ready? She yeah, has to good endure question. this for hours to see. Damn good question. Fire a nation. But yeah, I guess the thing that struck me with these games is we, you know, we were bothered by them setting fire to the first games to drive her out of her hidey hole. This, these games are basically that for the whole time. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And it's it, it frustrated me a little bit. There's a, there's a whole lot less of them competing with each other and a whole lot more of them competing with the arena. Yeah, I agree with that. I think this movie really shines before the games, I think. The games are probably yeah. the weaker part, which is which is funny to think of, like premises that are all about the games and the worst part is the games. All right, Mockingjay Part 1. Katniss Everdeen is in District 13 after she shatters the games forever. With an arrow. Uh, under the leadership of President Coyne and the advice of her trusted friends, Katniss spreads her wings as she fights to save Peter and a nation moved by her courage. This movie sucks. Yeah, it's not yes. great. Yes. Um, absolutely, I feel like, unnecessary. And this is the movie where I feel like, okay, they split this into two movies and they're just they're trying to make extra money where it's like, all of this is probably. I felt like this whole thing is probably a couple chapters in the third book, yeah, probably. or something. And then it's like, okay, now the fourth one. This is where the actual revolution happens. Like this is talking about the revolution, um, and honestly, it's just not memorable. I'm like, okay, what what happened in this one again? Like, I don't. This is just yeah. her walking around, filming a couple of campaign things, and propos. Yeah, yeah. I, really, I got really sick here. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah. Just call them uh, anything else. Yeah. Yeah, This you're right. This movie is like, it's like when books get really big, they just keep getting thicker and thicker. You can tell that like the first book might have been this thick. This book was like this thick. Yeah. And she's just writing chapter after chapter of Katniss being sad. But that's it. Catching Fire has like three scenes where it shows a PTSD and it's really efficiently done. This movie is as long as Catching Fire. Sorry, slightly shorter. And it's all just her PTSD. It's lots but of it scenes. it doesn't of... feel shorter. No, it <laughs> feels longer. There is just You're a right. lot of staring and a lot of her just in the dark. And like, it's just a bad way to show it. And because all that happens is there's that. They shoot down the plane over the hospital. With a bow and arrow. Yep. With a bow and arrow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
and then there's the Pete, there's the there's the Peter reveal. Yeah, this is where the love triangle sucks actually, because every scene with Peter, Gail's like, "Oh, what a bastard! I hate him." And it's what very ob- it's very obvious that he's being like, you look know, at forced him, to do this. Look at him; he's a jerk. <laughs> he is though. <laughs> he's being tortured, man. No, he, the torture him. just brought out a part of his mind that was already there. He he thinks Katniss <laughs> is dead. He's got nothing to live for. That sure, baby, sure. that baby that he tried to convince him was real is dead. Okay, it's like he keeps going to him. He's like, "I lost my wife and my, <laughs> and my daughter chin. and my child." God damn it! <laughs> yeah, no, this movie is really is like the whole the thing that sucks as well is that the reveal of Peter coming, they, they've been getting Peter back, is a perfect midpoint turn for the film. Like, like they make a make the last movie three hours, have yeah. this happen an hour and a half in. It's a great. You know, turns great. Like, oh wow, stakes are raised. I want to see how this ends. Yeah, ending it on there is really, it's a really obnoxious stinger. I don't like it. Yeah, it's kind of a weird point too because they, they kind of have they have this victory of retrieving Peter, and then you find out he's brainwashed. Like, it makes so much more sense as a as a midpoint turn. You're right. Then the end of the movie, it's an annoying cliffhanger. It. Doesn't f- yeah. It doesn't feel good. Like you're not hopeful for what's coming in the next movie. And it's not yeah. even like a real, it doesn't feel like a dark middle chapter even. It just feels like a boring middle chapter. Yeah. Like, and there is some, like, I don't know. I was surprised at how dark it was when she goes back to District 12 and there's all the charred bodies on the ground and they, they film mm. some more propo. Like it's, <laughs> there's a few little oh, moments. Tell like us that. how you feel <laughs> <laughs> looking at all these dead people. Yeah. Yeah. Natalie Dormer's not a great director. She's just like, tell us what you're feeling right now. In this trauma, just great yeah. haircut though. She does, yeah. Um, but but that, that's, that's all it. she's. That's really all she's got going for. Her. As a director, poor, yeah, not, poor, lacking, lacking, lacking in her. Uh, hey, no, skills. she got that shot of her shooting the plane with the the bow and arrow. She got that shot from below, man. So good directing, maybe bad like directorship. You know, just like mm. telling people what to do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, Mahershala Ali, really good. Yeah, that's right. Man, this cast just keeps yeah, like this cast keeps, keeps, keeps growing. Keeps growing. I mean, yeah. um, what's the the president's name? Donald Sutherland. No, the, oh, the, the, Julianne Moore. Yeah, like yeah, there's people in these movies. There, there is, yeah. but it's like yeah, for each Mahershala and for each Julianne Moore, you have no time with Finnick. You have no time with Jeffrey yeah. Wright or Caesar. Like there really is, it's a trade-off, right? You get more of some and they, like Phoenix, Phoenix is the one that really felt wasted to me in this. Yeah. Because he's yep. kind of got a pretty good role in number two. And then this comes along and he just he's just. there. Yeah. I think he's there. Like, because it, like... cause his role is similar to hers. He's just like, oh, the trauma. He's like the darkness of it all. He doesn't do yeah. anything. He's just he's all cut up because his girlfriend that I forgot. He just doesn't even... suck about it as much. He's <laughs> like, I'll film a propo. Yeah, he's the one with hope, right? Like, not her. It's, yeah, it's it's annoying. Do you, you guys bothered at all by the fact that she is actually like the best fighter in the world too? Like, not only is she the mouthpiece and the mocking jet, like the one providing hope, she's also literally taking down jets with arrows. Like, yeah, it yep. bothered me that she was actually good at fighting. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know we see her in the Hunger Games, but I feel like that should be a different set of skills to outright warfare. But even then, her skills in the Hunger Games are survival. They're not yeah. like she gets lucky with like one shot. Yep. And the rest of it's just like smart. Like yeah, winning it. I agree. It's yeah. 
It the whole take Hawkeye. Yeah, but taking down the plane is really stupid. Yeah. It looks cool though. Again, that's a, it's a great visual of just like it's coming and it flies over. And then an American flag flies in the background behind her and it's like <laughs> And then everyone starts clapping. It's uh, is it, inspirational. Is it an interesting choice, do you think, to have this whole propaganda side come into it for the the revolution where it feels like this whole thing is like basically no that's inspire people by filming these like fake scenes of you in front of like cgi backgrounds and stuff like that is it doesn't feel like this actual inspiring revolution you know it feels more like this organized mm. takeover of the government kind of way which obviously I, well that's yeah. it, it it is it fits really well with the broader theme of the whole book i guess in the second film of like you know, where being a pre- like President Coin, there's two sides of her, like a coin. That's that's oh, subtlety for you. Shit. Like it, it really it fits with that. Like this, these good guys, the rebellion, are filming propaganda. They're just as bad. Like it works in that. It it doesn't work when it's a contained film though, and no, the whole when the whole this thing is the film. Yeah. But I think it I think it fails that they're just as bad as well. Like they're not. Are they just as bad? They're not really. No, they're not. I, I, like in no way are they just as bad. They're they're, they're not committed. I wish they, I wish they committed more war crimes. <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like it would be more interesting. We do, we do get some at the end of number two, I guess, and that's well, no. The, you're right. The hint of it is that's the whole point about the plane getting down scene is like it hits the hospital, yeah. And there's a there's a suggestion of Katniss's guilt because she's like, oh. You know, I brought that plane down. It hit the hospital, but very quickly she's like, "It wasn't me. It was them." And it's, "Oh, yeah, cool." We, yeah, that should have probably either been more or should have been. You're right. There should have been a better sort of culpability or something. And again, like, yeah, more violence, more war crimes. They make films better. Just yep. Do you guys like Grana? So you'd watched all of these before. So I came to realize I had not seen part two. I gave up after mocking J one and I saw all oh, the others in the cinema. So yeah. Um, had, did you see the, the coin flip coming like early on, like with president coin, like that? No, no. True. True. Ronan? Uh, okay. Well, I guess we can talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean more just, I remember watching this one and just, I, I just, had a feeling where I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like she's going to end up being just as bad as President Snow. Yeah. And the fact that oh, she's yeah. calling like, I didn't like, totally well. trust her or anything, but yeah. 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 Like, yeah, it's, it seems pretty, it's pretty, I feel like it's pretty clear that something's going to be a bit amiss. But um, yeah. 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 I mean, again, with, with a name like President Coin, you're like, what's that? What's that mean? I wonder. <laughs> All right. Uh, ready for Mocking J2? Katniss and a team of rebels from District 13 prepare for the final battle that will decide the fate of Pan Am. This movie gave me War of the Planet of the Apes vibes. Yeah. And then it's like a simple mission with only, you know, a ragtag crew and they're slowly getting picked off and it's like... But it's three hours and it's depressing. Just like War of the Planet of the Apes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... Uh, yeah, this movie felt long as like the last one obviously felt long, but I just feel like this movie. I just kept thinking it should end. I don't know. I was ready for it to end. They both, they both have a lot of yeah. They both have a lot of pacing on problems, I think. But yeah, the big I feel problem like they get to the capital to like overthrow Snow like with an hour and a half left. 
And it's just like, okay. Well, the, the, the thing is that being in the capital is supposed to be another Hunger Games, right, in some ways. Like yeah. you've got the yeah. game makers defending the city, which is such a strange... Like you could pick holes in that all day, but yeah, <laughs> sure, why not? Let's have another Hunger Games, but yep. yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird because the first half of the movie is really long and slow and cumbersome. And then it's like you kind of all... I don't, see, I don't know. I might have had a different reaction. I feel like it rushed all the conclusion hmm. where a lot of the first... Because I watched this over two sittings because I, I had to. And so the first half was just them kind of slowly moving through the city. And when yeah. I stopped midway through, I was like, man, this movie is going nowhere. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, kind of at the end, rather than just getting to it, you know, rather than just coming to like a, a conversation and, and ending, it's like, no, it's it all starts to turn. And then a lot happens Wait. fairly quickly where there's an, oh yeah, there's an overthrow and there's... A bombing and there's like a lot goes on and it kind of wraps it up really quickly. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I would have, I, I would have rather more of that than just long scenes and then going through the tunnels like the sewers. I get what you mean. I think getting to there was taken for ages. Where I was like, kept waiting for this like big climatic showdown with snow and all this, this the actual mm. confrontation and all that. Yeah, and it's all this build up, and then we kind of skip past the conflict with with snow and then it comes to this new yeah. thing and then all these new revelations happen and it really reminded me and it made it felt like the game of thrones finale where it's like okay mm. now there's this scene and this Here's is going to happen yeah. and this yeah. this is going to change and this character is going to turn then this now we're going to deal with that situation now this person is doing this in this place and doing that and it's just yeah. yeah too much all at once but yeah, yeah. like but at the same at the same time, this movie, I think, did... I came around and I was really not enjoying it. And then where it actually lands, I was really... I got really into it. Like, it actually does do some of the, the bright choices. Like, it takes some dark swings. It actually yeah. does It does actually say something. Like I Because I was expecting yeah. it to just become a really bland conclusion. Yeah. And either be coin is just, like, a bit crappy or there's a turn, but it's not really earned. But it ends up being like, oh no, this it it like it really leads into the whole this you know they're all evil and this it's all going to go really bad and war crimes get committed and like these get the whole thing the whole system is a game and like yeah it ended really strongly yeah yeah I half I half expected them to get up to the capital and basically have a monologue from from um, snow Sutherland's from snow and then. Mm. Yeah, and then have you have you a little election and stuff at the end, but like I was expecting that I was expecting to take Nightlock because they talk about Nightlock so freaking much in this movie. There That's is like true, they there's about thirty points where they're like, "Don't forget your Nightlock. Take the Nightlock if you Give need." Me Does anybody lock. take the Nightlock? No. It's a no. spite all the instructions to the contrary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was expecting to go that way. I was expecting him to come up and he just like, yeah, he has his gives his speech, eats that. It's like oh, but thankfully they didn't. Um, I think yeah, yeah. It, it, they they did the right things, and I really I admired that from a trilogy that was kind of playing it safe for a lot of the at least for the yeah. the, the the previous film. What did you guys think of the of the games in general, like the the tar, the giant liquid tar, the the mutts in the sewers? Dude, I was not expecting I Am Legend zombie things. Yeah, no, chasing the sewers, freaky as, and just came out of nowhere. I was just like, oh my god, this is like, yeah, this is yeah. A lot yeah, different well, than I was expecting. Do you, know, do you know who directed I Am Legend? The director of this movie. <laughs> Legit. Yes. Oh, my God. He oh, reused the same assets. Yeah, him, I think he did. Like, I think he did. Spiritual successor to I Am Legend. That's, yeah, man, it's that's a weird fun. connection there. That is. Yeah, I didn't. I just didn't think 
didn't find them that interesting. Like I thought the idea of the game makers defending the city is so stupid. Um, and none of those traps seemed interesting. None of them were like, none of them were interesting. Like they are in the actual hunger games where, you know, they're, they're plotting and they're thinking and they're figuring out, Oh, this is how it works. This is how we can get around it. They kind of just set them all off and have to run and escape and hold up in a yep. building. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a lot more. It's like, they just unleash that liquid tar. Yeah. It's like it'll only flood to a certain point. And Peter and they can just murders that dude. And Peter murders that dude, which is pretty baller. But yeah, there's... there's... On that Griner. I want Griner's yeah. thoughts on that. Peter's bad guy. What yeah. can I say? Insane from the start. <laughs> yeah, he all came through. They're a bad man. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of just... Um, the traps could have been better. Like when they're running through the sub the subway and the ground's crumbling behind them, it's like, why? Why is it doing that? Yeah. Just how, how did you rig this thing. in the time between when this rebellion started and now? Has this been this way the whole time? Because that's really scary in a lot of ways. That's, like, that's, quickly make some traps. That's our priority. <laughs> that's Quick, that's why they're all under the subway. We need to dig that's, this. <laughs> that's why they all went. That's why they never worked because they were like half-assed. Last minute, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I like the idea. I think the idea is cool. Of like, literally, the whole city is a game and is a playing field. Um, but yeah, it's not executed perfectly. No, and uh, like having everybody else still there doesn't like it should be. I feel like it should be deserted, basically, except for his inner sanctum or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. Right. It doesn't feel like the capital that we've seen in the other films. No, no. it doesn't. Like it feels like they're walking through Washington DC. Like it doesn't feel like they're walking through this technical metropolis. Yeah, where's the monorails? It was yeah. like all the neon, like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's all glitz and glam in the other ones. And it yeah. just looks like normal buildings now, but. Also, they had the perfect opportunity for Peter to show his skills as a cake decorator to give them really good disguises so they don't look like themselves. And he doesn't do it. Horrible. Why even give him that skill? Disguises. What a waste. Because he's just been brainwashed. Oh. He's a mutt. He's ex- he's explicitly no, mentioned. But now he's he knows mutt, he's got to ask if something is real, and then he'll know it's real, and he's cured. Is it real? But he's not. But isn't he already doing that by the time he throws the dude in the tar? No, that's after that. I think he has that realization. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Look, Peter got Peter's got material in this film, all right? <laughs> Peter is going through some stuff. He is, and he sure. is. But again, all of the all the stuff he's going through should have been in the first should have been in the first half of this conjoined film because it's there's a lot of just sitting around and talking about their feelings again. But all right, let's talk about the conclusion. Gale becomes a fascist soldier. Grant, I want you to defend that. How, how yeah, is he yeah. a fascist? I, don't even get, I can't even remember what happened to him, to be honest. I know I know Katniss gives up on him because he was he was a fan of the double bomb that killed Prince. Oh, yeah, man. She just shuts him off. Yeah. But he, did, he, did he tell her to set the bomb off? Did he set the bomb off himself? The way he I knew about it, it ahead of time or something, right? Yeah, so this is my reading of it. Is Because he's working pretty close with Coin, it seems. Like, he's really leaning into the resistance. And so he yeah. must have known about that plan. And it's all that happens. Like, the bombs go off. She awakens. And then she's like, oh, what happened? And he's just like, oh, you know, I work for her now. And he never says he did it because she's like, did you know it was a trap? And he's honestly, I don't know. Which to me is fascist for, oh, yeah, I set it off, baby. Oh, yeah. But she's he, like... He gave him the idea for it, but he didn't know they were going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even anyway, after that happens, he's like working for Coin as, his, as her bodyguard or something. 
And so he's clearly like, yeah, this is the Doesn't price. Job, he? True, he supports the fascist, new fascist dictator. Sure. Yes. Sure, yes. we all have our flaws. <laughs> and so <laughs> Prim dies. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That part was pretty brutal. Like, yeah. Good that. Just that's the thing. I felt like it was just like chaotic bombardment towards the end where it's like, Oh wait! Did they really just blow all them yeah. kids up and they and killed? Grim? Yeah, it like, was it was super not obvious who had dropped the bombs, which is the, the plan, obviously. Like it's confusion and it's to make. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good reveal. Like I liked. It was a good, pretty good ending. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect him to take that swing. Yeah, I could have probably lived without the cut to the future and them playing with their kids in the field. And you have nightmares. I have nightmares too. Hmm. And now our kids will because I'm a mutt. So they <laughs> might try and kill our kids. Because I'll probably kill someone again. Um, I, I, I do really like the whole turn of coin being like, let's do the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And like taking on this new look, you know, she looks like this big evil dictator sort of thing. And just this public execution that Katniss signs up for. And like, obviously, you know, it's coming, you know, she's going to. Sure. And then yeah. she does a whole speech where she's like, may your arrow yeah. strike true. And it's just like, okay, you know you're a goner. Um, yeah. But it's really cool the way they do it. And just like her taking her out and then just like the people just ripping snow apart, <laughs> like limb from limb and just like it's it's chaos. But- the part I, I love it when she shoots shoots coin and Donald Sutherland just laughs. He just lets out this great yeah. laugh. He just lets up laughing. just loses it. Great. Yeah. Like that's the, that was the best part of the film. Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman's just smirking. He's just like, eh, I, I knew that was coming. Yeah. He's playing the real game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of it, I think the ending's all really, I think it takes it all in the right direction. Just, it's, yeah, it's rushed. It's just. Well, yeah, she goes the to take pacing the of both of these movies is terrible. Doesn't yeah, she? What's that? She goes to take the poison after she shoots the um, coin. Yeah. She goes, yeah. Eat her and stops her. Yeah. And they take her to safety. Yeah. Yeah. Just like finally, someone gets to use not. Like, <laughs> like, wow, oh, dang it! They're <laughs> just like, no, yeah, she's bummed out. <laughs> I don't. The flash forward, I feel. I like the flash forward. I like the whole he returns. It's okay. It's a little garden. cheesy. It is, but again, this is for this is for you know teenagers. He should be decorating cakes. That, that's a well, growing a cake plant. Like, come yeah, on, he's yeah, back and he's in the kitchen making a cake. Well, she or there's a back. big cake and it's him face he's painting like, his ah. kids. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Make that one skill worth it, please. Just milk it. You're right. Look, they could have given him better skills. I agree, but but he's a baker's boy. Mm. Burns bread. Do? All right. <laughs> Justice for Gail. Uh, anything else you yeah. want to say about the Hunger Games? You probably like Team Jacob as well. Like, no, no. Team Gail Bell. is the Jacob of this franchise. <laughs> probably. You, all right. How do we rank them? One, two, four, three. I think I like the first movie. I think it's the most pure, the pure, most pure example of this concept. Yeah, may one, not be the two, best. Four, three. But that is actually two, Pippin one. But I'll yeah. go one, two, four, three. Yeah, I think two. I think two, one, four, three for me. I forgot to mention that is the big problem with the finale. Is like it, it ceases to be about the Hunger Games. It becomes just a rebellion story. Yeah, and young adult fiction always does that. Yep. It always like completely loses the initial concept and it's just yep. like we're now yeah, re- rebelling. Anyway. I mean, even the clone even the clones of this movie had that problem. The, the ones that made the ones that had more than one movie made lost their lost their thread. 
Yeah, it's true. I think yeah, I think two is a personally. I think two is a vastly superior film, like above all of them. I think it's really. I good. like just the simplicity of the original. Yeah, I, like I think I do too. The idea of it, it's more raw, but um, I still feel like Gale could be the one. Yeah, that's <laughs> there's hope. Are you are you guys excited for the new one? Like exploring no. President Snow's uprising. I don't understand what that movie is going to be about, but anyway. No, it's it's, that hard, is a, it's going to be hard to paint him as a good guy. Yeah, or like a hero. Like it'll be a tragedy, right? It'll be he's got a love story. What I reckon it'll be because it's all about him falling in love. It'll be a love that goes wrong because the game, then he becomes evil. It's just one of those weird things. Like this is franchise. This is IP that no one forgot about. If it, it reeks of like you know the fickle sort of Hollywood machine at the moment. Where they're just like, what can we mine? Because Marvel's in a in a hole. So what have we got that's valuable? It's worth noting, this is all by Lionsgate. Lionsgate's just done John Wick. And so there is a sense of, before they greenlit this, you can sort of imagine they weren't sure what was going to happen with the future of John Wick. So they're like, we need something. And so they probably were like, that's an IP we've got. It just feels a bit gross. Like, I don't think anyone's been wondering about what's happening in the Hunger Games universe. Yeah, they're redoing Twilight stuff though. And... Obviously, Harry Potter oh, came, but yes, there's some Twilight thing in the works. Harry Potter's being rebooted on HBO as a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the season. Time is a flat circle. Um, um, hey. Last thing, if if you enjoyed this, watch 2007's The Condemned, starring Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stop plugging. And Vinny <laughs> Jones. Vinny Jones. Stop it. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for the good, the bad, and the worst. Next fortnight, we are doing the Spider-Verse movies. There's a second one coming out. We're all excited to see it. It's not quite a trilogy. It probably will be a trilogy one day, so we'll get to cover these topics again. But uh, for now, we're doing one and two. Looking forward to it. Keen. Thank you for joining us for the good, the bad, and the worst. Uh, Please rate us on Spotify. Give us, give us a good score. Tell your parents about us. Get them to listen. Uh, this podcast was brought to you by The Taste of Iron by C.V. Clark. I need to get yeah. this back on my desk so I can yeah, show it off. Here it is. Look at them all. Another them all. book that the movie adaption will be starring Jennifer Lawrence one day. Some great inventive yeah. names in this book too. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next time. Maybe odds. Whatever. Be ever in someone's favor. See you.